What's up, ladies and gentlemen? I am here with Papa Guts. Now, he was one of the fastest growing accounts on TikTok at one time. He has a beautiful beard. I am talking about I would lay up and take a freaking nap in that beard. Probably sleep for 48 hours like a baby. And knowing the man that Papa Gut is, he'd be fine with that. I mean, he can for sure throw it back. But I'm really excited to get to talk to him. I know he's one of the most reasonable people on this app. He does not pick sides. That's what I admire. But without further ado, here is Papa Gut. Hello? Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, man? How you doing? Too bad. Give me one second. I gotta, like, do some weird thing where I gotta close the stream out and then reopen the stream. Okay. This is bizarre. Maybe I can just do it with this. Or... Oh, you're making sure that your cameras. Yeah, let's see. Oh, it's OBS is racist. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. See, look at that. Nice and easy. There we go. Beautiful. Um, Just like that beard, man. See, like my beard? <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, dude, I was telling the podcast in my intro, like, I would lay in that and probably go to sleep for about 48 hours. You'd probably let me. Right, let me just like <laughs> nestle up in there. I mean, I, I, I feel like I'd have to, especially after you were doing everything. You did uh, your long ass stream yesterday. Oh my gosh. Um, that was crazy. Yeah. Um, really quick, um, I'm just going to use the people in my chat, guys. Uh, how is the audio compared to each other? Are we both good? Does he need to be lou- louder, lower, or what? Um. <clears throat> It's all good. The audio's good. Were we that? Were we that lucky? Yeah, that'd be. Hey, oh, my, wow, we got. So my audio is good, Galaxy. All right, thank you. I have a. I'm running just off of a test, like a second stream, and I got one of my mods watching, making sure everything's good. So good to go. Oh yeah, it's good. Yeah, let me just turn my alerts off. Uh, if you guys give me any donations tomorrow, this is going on. I'll 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 give you a smooch after. So thank you so much, guys. Maximus. All right, cool. So what's going on, man? <laughs> uh, you know, not much. Um, just how are you feeling? I <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know this, that's watching the podcast or listening to it, uh, about well, yeah, about twenty four hours ago, I started. Uh, whoa, no, about forty eight hours ago, I started a twenty four hour stream to help out with the devastation that was in Iowa because of the derecho, and I played Fall Guys for basically twenty four straight hours. And didn't Amanda. go to sleep once. Didn't eat any <laughs> meals. I actually just ate fruit snacks. Ate fruit snacks and drank Red Bull. And went to sleep last night at 6.15 p.m. Woke up today at about 11.30 a.m. That's crazy. I, I mean, at least you're alive. <laughs> yeah, that's a big you, thing. You hear some horror stories, man. Yeah. Uh, people doing it, but... Um... Yeah, if you want, if you want to elaborate on what happened in uh, it was Iowa, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you want to do that, be my guest. So uh, basically, what happened in Iowa is it started out. Everyone just thought that we were going to get like a bad storm, like a rainstorm, lightning, all that. And I was actually working, so I was three hours north of where I live. And when I was working, we were working outside because that uh, portion of Iowa wasn't supposed to get any rain. So we're working outside. And I was carrying a table out to the trailer because I work for a moving company. And I look up and I just see the sky get super dark, like a storm dark. And I was like, hang on, this is weird. And we close up everything. We go inside their house and we wait. And then the lights cut off 
everything starts kind of shaking. And I was like, hang on, are we about to get hit by a tornado? So I pull up my phone and I tell my friends back in Iowa City, I was like, look, we got a tornado coming. You got to let people know. You got to start preparing. And everything ends. Uh, lights come back on. Everything's all good. And we go outside and we see a semi truck flipped over. Jesus. Uh, not not completely flipped over, but on its side. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this was no joke. And other than that, everything was fine. No cell ser- towers cut out. But then about three hours later, the storm hit Iowa City. And there was winds recorded up to 120 miles an hour. And the term for it is a derecho. People are comparing it to like an inland hurricane. So it mm-hmm. damaged around $10 billion worth of crops, buildings, stuff like that. And basically, I went to Cedar Rapids, which was the place I was hardest hit. It's about 20 miles, twenty minutes from my house. And I checked it out. Usually, it takes me 20 minutes to get to Cedar Rapids. It took me two hours to get there. That's crazy. Um, yeah. There's. Um, was there like a lot of trees down or something? Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah. There was... A ton of trees down. There's a few pictures, if you look it up, of trees falling on people's houses, and their houses are, like, split in half. Oh, really? I think I saw one TikTok today where, like, a tree fell on, like, someone's whole entire, like, back deck, and it just cut the whole thing off. Yeah, it was. But you're not really seeing a lot about uh, what's going on right now. Yeah, that's, um, that's part of why I did it. Today, our governor sent in a declaration and then asked for $4 billion in federal funding to help with the damages. And Trump immediately signed it and it's going into That's effect. Good. And yeah, he's coming down tomorrow to Cedar Rapids to see the damage for himself. And so, yeah, that's, that's really good. Usually stuff like that doesn't get passed so fast. Yeah. I'm surprised he's, I mean, you know, he's taking it very seriously, very quickly. Cause you know, like it didn't pick up any attention. So like, usually people don't care, but like, you know, good for him, honestly. I think more of it is because, um, He's Republican. Our governor's a Republican. They had a really good relationship. So, yeah. That makes sense. But, yeah, when I woke up and saw that, I was I was really pleased to see that, even though we didn't get a lot of national media coverage, that something is being done. And I hope that uh, him coming to Cedar Rapids brings a ton of attention to it. Because yeah, it's hopefully. Real. Yeah. Because um, it seems like a lot more intense than, like, I think anybody thought, like, even... I had no idea until yesterday. Yeah, uh, hang on. I liked a few tweets I can read out of quotes that people who came into work for the who came to help out with everything said. Um, So let's see. It's down here. So it Um, said that a um, couple of the guys they wanted to know. Before you're ready to do how many games did you win a fall, guys? I won zero. I didn't win a single <laughs> game. All right. Don't I, I I'm not even criticizing you, man, because I, I wouldn't I wouldn't win a single game either, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I was uh I was pretty mad. So Major General Ben Carell of the Iowa National Guard said this damage this week is something he's never seen before in comparative to the damage from Hurricane Katrina in two thousand five. And JT Linder said that, um, let's see, let's scroll down to this here. Man, this man retweets a lot of stuff. <laughs> oh my gosh, why, are you, why is he retweeting so much? 
it's not even gotta find this because it was it was really good it was <laughs> it was like it was something that really opened my eyes i was like wow oh my god i can't even find it come on um let's see sorry guys it's not, i gotta i gotta find this That's so crazy. I, he might have deleted it because it was. I saw it this like early. So somebody, uh, somebody wanted to know that they said that they see the bend, but they don't see the house. Oh, uh, the, the house is behind me, man. I'm not gonna give a house but, to her. Then where? Then where's the log? Honestly, the log. What the hell's going on? I would show it on stream, but I'd get banned. <laughs> That's for the only well, fans. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, but yeah, if you can't find the tweets, it's all right. You know, you don't have to go too crazy looking for them if you don't, yeah. uh, if you can't find them. Yep. I, I could not, but, um, what it, the tweet was just comparing it to, um, the amount of damages there was another person comparing it to, uh, the power outage, the power outage company said that it was comparable to, uh, the hurricane that hit the Bahamas. Mm, okay, that's crazy. Yeah, so, that's intense. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy because no one really took it that serious from outside of Iowa, and now you have people seeing it and being like, "This like comparing it to two very big national natural disasters." Yeah, and which is crazy because again, there's zero media coverage um, at all. Like I, I, that's what's so bizarre that it seems to be rather big. Yeah, uh, and nobody really cares in any capacity, honestly. <clears throat> yeah, um, the only media coverage we ever received was like a thirty-second thing when it was talking about the whole entire storm. But uh, our local news has been going to work for it, so that's I like hats off to those guys because they've been working really hard covering this. That's good. Yeah, that's definitely good. Um, yeah. Well, you, how much money did you raise yesterday? Um, the stream, uh, at the end of the stream, we were at $3,000.68 and 66, six, $3,068.66, but PayPal, I didn't know they tax. Yeah, they, they tax. Money. So they take like, uh, yeah. they take a service fee of like 3% plus 30 cents per transaction. Yeah, there. Yeah, not so, a big fan of that, but you know you gotta do what you gotta do. It's it's a little better than TikTok. I mean TikTok. It's a little better. Oh, than, I mean yeah. it's like I'd say it's a little bit better than Twitch because Twitch takes like uh, like you know you buy a hundred bits for a dollar forty. You know, buy a dollar worth of bits for a dollar forty. So yeah, you know, honestly, you're getting more out of the out of the PayPal than anything else. But it can really screw you if you only get like a you know a dollar donation. But still, that's good. I mean, you raise a good amount of money. Uh, yeah, and I'm still waiting on the sub money and the bit money to come to me you know twitch is like kind of slow with that about mm-hmm. getting it to you so when that is when that comes in i'll add yeah. it all up it takes like a month yeah yeah it's not the greatest but when it yeah, all comes so in it's, I'm gonna gonna, send it's it. gonna be a while yeah but i'm estimating that's, good, that's uh, definitely good yeah i'm estimating we raised around five thousand dollars but th- that's just estimates i am not completely sure of how much we raised that's good though yeah yeah i was I was pleased. 
Yeah, no, that was great. Fucking uh, for 24 yeah. hours, man. Oof. You know? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that, yeah, that really kicked the crap out of me, but... We bounced back. You gonna do that against... You gonna do that again sometime soon? Whew. Um, I kind of like to be alive. <laughs> but I might. <laughs> I, if, I ever, if I ever did a 24-hour stream, I feel like I would sleep. Like, you gotta sleep, you know? Yeah, I was like... Yeah, um... Nuts. Around 3 a.m., I was I was talking like the teachers from Charlie Brown, like I rewatched my like at me at three a.m. I did not make any sense whatsoever. I was stuttering so much, like I was playing Fall Guys. I was like, get, get out of my way. Yeah, no, you seem to be doing or, or decently yesterday when we played a little bit of Fall Guys. Yeah, um, I just had a Red Bull right before that. Well, I shotgun one because we hit two thousand, <laughs> so I was like, I'll shotgun a Red Bull. Oh, is that what you're doing? You know what's so you know what sucks is like um like when I when I hit I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday when I hit like hydrants I would like twerk and then I found that like that's against terms of service and I yeah. have no idea what I'm gonna do I don't know what to do anymore yeah I had channel points and my channel points were having me throw it back and I would just start turning up oh yeah throwing it back and then someone's like yo uh this streamer with twenty thousand viewers got banned the other day and I was like yeah if he got banned yeah. I'm definitely getting myself banned yeah that's that's what I'm like okay I gotta stop. Yeah. I got away with it for a while, but it's like it's so silly because it's just like a dance and like whatever. Yeah, like, there's nobody in my chat like, oh my god, like I really they just find it funny when like a fat guy dance, like twerks. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, it. And yeah. it's like me too. I find it funny too, man. Like uh, you know, unfortunately now I got to figure out some other gimmick for when I get like a hype train or something. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm sure I could find something else to do to embarrass myself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I see that you have. Somebody- uh... A 2032 shirt with your face on it. Are you going to be running for public office yeah. in 2032? <laughs> you know what? When I was still under my first account, it was Big American Gut. Somebody mm-hmm. had made like this logo with the 2032 behind it, and like it was like a running joke. And so like, um, but as you know, as time goes on, like yeah, I guess, I guess maybe honestly, pro- I mean, if it's if I'm still a thing, 12 yeah. years from now, who knows? I mean, I could run in 2028, but. I don't know. Twenty thirty two is feeling like it just seems. It's just a nice number. Yeah. So, um, you know? so yeah. I left it in there. Yeah. How old to are promote you? Promote the meme. I'm thirty years old right now. Okay, so, so you could be president in fifteen, right? Is it forty five or is it thirty five? Uh, it's thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. Yeah, you'd be thirty five. So I can't do twenty twenty four. I'd have to wait till twenty uh, twenty eight. Would be the earliest time I could do it. But maybe who knows? Uh, you know, I. People ask me if I'd run for like public offices now, but it's just like to me, I feel like there's uh, like there's obviously like a political vacuum, and like once you enter it, I feel like you just slowly get tripped away until you yeah. like, succumb to the system. And like I would rather go in very bullheadedly, uh, not understanding the way things work because I don't want to play like the rules. You know what I mean? Like I'm not yeah. a particular fan of Donald Trump, but like the one thing he had going for him is like he didn't really care about the rules. Mm-hmm. And it's like I feel like we kind of need to kind of separate from all the you know what's going on right now i mean every politician uh is getting harassed by a lobbyist in some capacity you know they already make like something to the effect of almost two hundred thousand dollars a year and then yeah. you know, on top of that they're begging for uh you know lobbyist positions then once they get voted out of office now they also have like these credentials where they could actually uh, get hired by different lobbying firms and they know the ins and outs and like it's just it's a really it's a big sham yeah. honestly it's really it's really toxic and i don't want to be part of that Unless I was like president and had like legitimate power, so uh, so it's a little bit comparative to TikTok, huh? 
Huh? It's a little bit. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, TikTok sucks, man. Yeah. Oh, TikTok sucks, man. Um, like it's cool, but like it just feels like everybody who's very politically correct is like controlling everything. It's so sad. Yeah, like yeah. it's just if, if you said, like, and it's so okay. Like, uh, did you did you catch? Do you know Joe Rope? Yeah, you do because yesterday your stream was harassing Joe Rope. Yeah. Did you yeah. see like the video he put up today? No, let me watch it really quick. Actually, I don't know. I don't yeah, know no. I, while you do that, I'll I'll have my guys watch it too. Um, For those of you guys I'll, who don't know, Joe Robe is a TikToker. He's the best TikToker in the world. Let's uh, see. What is this? Oh, this isn't even really Joe Robe. What the hell? He has what 1. the point eight million wait, wait. followers on TikTok. That's so weird. Like for some reason, it's not actually giving me Joe Robe. What the? Oh, it's flipped over. First of all, I'm completely yeah. over the fact that someone even made this audio in the first place. Secondly, Wait, we need to stop publicly body shaming people. Oh, he has so many new videos. When you body shame somebody Wait, else, is this the one that I'm listening to? No, he no, made a food one. There's two. I'll have to unpack these after my stream. Um, I'm going to have to unpack them because he's so bad. So man. what was the... Premise his video. basically yeah the one he did it was the fourth newest one basically he was like uh somebody like i guess a young viewer asked another um health specialist like hey i'm 12 what can i do to like lose weight and she's like oh like cut out sugars out of your diet like that's a really good good step yeah and that's like a great that she didn't say count your calories it's her job she said, it is her job yeah she said like cut the sugars out and then he's like this is so toxic it's gonna promote eating disorders it's like bro Sugar is really addictive, yes. um, and like kids shouldn't really be eating a lot of sugars or breads or well, white breads uh, in particular, or just like soda. Well, like, you know, what, what breads? White Can- breads canceled, canceled. You said yeah. that oh yeah, canceled. No, no, no. Listen, listen, listen. Yeah, the, the you know black bread matters. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, honestly, though, like the like the like the brown breads are the better. But it's just like so stupid. Like he jumps on every trend, and you know people were like, "Yes, this guy's so correct. This guy's got <laughs> this guy knows what he's talking about." Because like eating disorders, like we, like I get it. People like bully overweight people for sure. But then like there's a huge health problem where we have a really obese country. Yeah, and like we have people who have like developed when they were younger. Well, first and foremost, technology has like made people very lazy. Yeah. And that's why we never necessarily needed to focus on health anytime before that because everybody was moving around a lot. Yeah. But then on top of that, you now you have a lot of young people who are using food as like an emotional um you know, they're using it Yeah, right. They're using yeah. They're 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 eating to, to mask their emotions or whatever. Uh <laughs> and like now that's what they're doing. And so he's like, Yeah, you shouldn't tell a twelve year old. It's like, well, that's the perfect time in my opinion <laughs> to tell a twelve year old that this is a toxic coping mechanism. Yeah. Um... Eating is very toxic. And it's just like Joe Robe, like he doesn't understand the struggle of like actually, like I'm 30, so like now like my weight's really affecting me. He's 27, and like he yeah, right, but he's not fat, so like he doesn't get it. Like from my perspective, it's like yeah, get rid of the no, sugar. Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah. be so surprised. Like I don't just don't drink soda. Like drink all water, and you'll see like such a, a marked improvement in your health. Mm-hmm. And like stay away from like simple sugars. And like he's like that's toxic. It promotes eating disorders. Like it's like if you're obese, you have an eating disorder. Like let's be honest. Yeah. Like I'm, I have like I wouldn't consider it like a like a clinical eating disorder, but like I have an issue with my eating, so like got to avoid this. And if a twelve year old gets told not to eat sugars and he listens, that's all it will really take. That's really all it will take. Yeah, um, yeah. If you're a if 
you're a teenage boy watching this, you should be beating, not eating, to cope with your pain. <laughs> but the, the thing I was talking about with Joe Rowe being 27 is... Um, He's you, older than yeah, I thought. The thing is, these kids are going to listen to whatever you say. Mm-hmm. And if you're saying that you should... I mean, yeah, cool. Body positivity. I get that. But if you are obese, chances are your life is going to be shorter. Or yeah, maybe no, it will sure. be. And it's good. It'll most likely be shorter. Yeah. And if a clinical physician is telling you that you need to lose weight, they aren't saying you're you're a bad person because you're fat. They're telling you no. if you want to live a longer, more high quality life, lose weight. Here are my recommendations. They go to school for this. Joe Robe just makes yeah. a freaking TikTok. And it was good advice. It wasn't like because I, I could if they had said like oh count your calories that could be a little weird because yeah. kids grow and I get it. Mm-hmm. But they didn't even say that. They just said stop eating sugar. And it's like such good advice. Eat like whatever you're gonna eat. Just stop eating sugar. And he jumped on it like he's like an expert because it's 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 politically correct to like overly validate fat people. And it's really toxic because like I I look at things people talk they talk a lot about getting rid of political correctness and I like political correctness but I also separate things differently. Mm-hmm. There's non-political correctness, there's political correctness, and then there's overly political correctness. And when it comes to like the fat movement, non-political correctness is like just pure support of bullying overweight people. Political correctness is just accepting people that are fat and just be like, yeah, you're a valid person. Like, I'm not going to bully you. Yeah. Overly political correctness is pandering to fat people like Joe Robe's doing. And this pandering is really – and it, it goes across every identity group and it promotes a really weak-minded mentality. And, yeah. like, these are the kids, the second that they get, say, like, oh, man, you're kind of overweight. Maybe you should eat less. They're going to cry. They're yeah. going to be that fragile. And it's pathetic. And, like, Joe Rope's promoting, like, this pandering mentality. And I don't like it yeah. at all. That's what all of the high, high up TikTokers are doing is that they're promoting mm-hmm. this. And the thing is, you may think it's good, but it's it's harmful. It yeah. will have bad effects. I mean, yeah. seriously. I, I just don't get it because um, – like there's people who pander to literally everything on TikTok. If there's a group, they will be like, "Yeah, yeah, this. I know you'll want to hear this, so I'll give you this." The real world's not going to do that for you. You are going to break down once you enter the yeah. real world. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's not even that the real world necessarily should. <laughs> like exactly. my my philosophy on life, generally speaking, is like we should try to raise people as normal as possible, right? Mm-hmm. And then if they deviate from that norm, we should accept them. But like you shouldn't pander to those people. Because you're like, there's a lot of manufacturing of like very weak mentalities. Like when it comes to like the feminist, the TikTok feminism specifically, like a lot of these young women, there are some, there's some women who have like experienced like very serious things and like they are taking that anger out on men on TikTok. And then you have a lot of younger girls who haven't experienced those things, who are identifying with those experiences despite the fact that they haven't experienced it. Oh man. And then they're just promoting more hatred. And like if you criticize them, I had an interaction with like your mama's breath stank. If you criticize them, all of a sudden, you're an oppressor, and it's like, yeah. oh, no, it's not an oppressor. Like, you, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. It's just so, and you have like, well, ma- you're very fragilely mask. Your masculinity is very fragile. And it's yeah. like, come on, give me a break. I, yeah, I made um, like a TikTok over that Will Smith meme. You know, it's like, um, it's the song from Heathens from Torn Pilots into the <laughs> intro. I made a video I, yeah. about that about a week ago, and I said, listen, this most of these videos are staged with photos off the internet. Yeah, all like all of them are. Yeah. Exactly. And everyone now is like, oh my gosh, if you do this, you should be thrown in jail. You are a piece of shit. I'm like, yes. these guys are literally just jumping on a meme. And now people... No, but it's... Yeah. 
it's not even just that because I agree with you. I, I did one like yesterday. I looked at the audio and like the, the top 100 videos are people that are like, oh, you're so bad for this. And I know that they're like, like somebody else made a video about how it's like, hey, just look it up. And like you can see them. It's like they're all stock images or whatever. But the thing is, is it's like, here's the way I perceive it is it's like there are some like a lot of younger men and like it's they're joking about it. But there's like they're they're using it as a joke, but like they're actually a lot of people in general have like faced like their own level of toxic femininity. I'm not saying all women are like young people in general suck. So like, yeah, in relationships. So they've, they've experienced some kind of like hurt in a relationship mm-hmm. and they jump on this trend. They're like, yeah, I'm identifying with Will Smith. Cause I can, I can identify with this. I feel it. And this is the first time they feel like they can express like that hate, that, that upset frustration with whatever they've experienced mm-hmm. and everybody's shitting on them now. And it's like if it was a woman doing the reverse, everybody would be in so much support of hating men. But kill. now that you have, oh, yeah, yeah. And, but now you have the, the young boys. And they're not even saying kill all men. They're just like, ah, like, women are silly. You know, I'm gonna make them cry. And now it's like, oh, you guys are really bad people. So, like, dude, stop. Yeah. Like, what? Like, let them express it. It's a joke, first and foremost. Every, let them yes. express it. It's a joke. It's like it's y'all just can, so stupid. Yeah. All the girls have problem with this. Just like. I don't know. Isolate yourself from Little Island Antarctica. Make your bone marrow babies. I'm sure they'll come yeah, out great. Your bone marrow babies. Oh bone marrow my babies. God. <laughs> that was such a big meme. I feel like the bone marrow baby thing was so, like that. That's like the thing that like popped me. Uh, like my first pop video was a video <laughs> about like uh, the difference between the Ferguson riots and like the riots in over like wearing masks. All the crybaby white people yeah and then the next one was like this one girl's like oh we can do bow marrow babies blah 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 and i was like all right so do it yeah. kill us all and then when it doesn't work you're gonna slowly watch as humanity dies out and like half the population is gonna be depressed because like women need men as much as men need women just yeah. completely from like a validation perspective yeah I mean, of course if you're gay it's different but like for the most part you need like you need validation like you know physical validation and and just like emotional validation for somebody that you can fall in love with mm-hmm. yeah and when somebody yeah. says kill all men it's like uh it's like oh it's just a joke but and then they give you like 15 minutes worth of content as to why it's justifiable yeah. it's like come on yeah the thing with bone marrow babies is like the young girls who hop on this channel are like oh yeah my 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 bone marrow baby's gonna come out looking like uh like robert downey jr and i'm like no your baby's gonna come out looking like sloth from the goonies and he's gonna die in two days Honestly, yeah, like they they did it on like mouse, mice, mice, whatever. Mice, and and they they either had like um, they're either either massive or like small. They either had dwarfism or giantism, and they just they they passed away. Yo, hold up, that's alpha though. If you can make all these just giant bone marrow, yeah, babies. like then then they can they're all giant bone marrow women because they'd all come out as women. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's even better. No, no disgusting men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh. No more disgusting. And if it's a man, so I clap. Will clap. Kill it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so sad. And like one of the things too is like after they kill all men, if the bone marrow babies don't work, then they'll just use uh, gay and bisexual men to like impregnate them. And it's like, bro, there's not enough bisexual men that like they're they're not going to be attracted to you. Yeah. What are they going to do? Just like. Uh, and if you want to, yeah, no. And if you want to continue the joke, so now basically, let's say we eradicate all straight men, then yeah. we have like what? There's three percent of the male population left. Now, basically, those men are relegated to sexual objects for the rest of their life. They can't work anything else because you need to continuously promote uh, existence. So now you're forcing men, <laughs> these gay men, who you say are your allies, into sex work. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's so stupid to go down the stupid pipeline joke. But like it's kind of true. Like you could just find all these dumb things. Like that logic is so flawed. Yeah, I mean, if and and 
Yeah, so all they have to say is like, oh no, we were just kidding. But they don't say that. It's like, it was a joke, but we only meant all the bad guys and also gay men will have impregnated us. Yeah. Also, men are terrible. It's like, dude, come on. If it was just a joke, <laughs> then you would have just said it was a joke. Yeah, and like the thing is, like, the bone marrow babies, if they even survive, we'll have to start making bone marrow babies. And you'll just end up with something that looks like. You ever watch Toy Story where it's just the doll head on that spider? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that spider isn't going to be a robot. It's literally just going to be human limbs. Like, that's what you're going to end up with as our. As our, it's possible. That's even... I, I don't know. Like if they, they stopped like two or three years ago even developing bone marrow babies because they were like unethical. Because actually, the only way to get it to work, theoretically, which they never explored, is by taking that bone marrow sperm and injecting it into actual like human male testicles. Ah, like that was, damn! So like, even with your whole narrative where you're just going to you know kill all men you still need male testicles <laughs> to yeah. make it work what are they just gonna like attach them on yeah right next so like, like, like you know, have it under the armpit just for like three years gonna be like, all right bet, let's make yeah, it right then we might have to do that but like that's okay. the thing is like it doesn't work and like they're so they're so insistent on it and it's just so silly <laughs> oh my gosh um, yeah tiktok comments I, the comments that crack me up is like when they put like the hand clapping emoji between everything like that's not yes. emphasizing shit it's actually making me just be like like I'm literally it's, reading it as kill. Oh, man. That's what it is. Yeah, it's so fun though. Like the little sparklies. Yeah. Uh, really quick, one of one of my people. They said Mike, uh, Mikey nine one nine. They wanted to let you know that they direct, uh, donated fifty dollars to your charity stream. I guess uh, that's it. I don't. You know, Mikey. <laughs> thank you for donating to the charity stream, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, or but, they. Uh, uh, yeah, their defense mechanism is no with the red heart. No. Yeah. Right. No, it's so silly. <laughs> it's so silly. Like I, I was on here with Freak Gemini. I don't know if you know who he was. Oh yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, yeah. He made a good point though. He's like, listen, it's just it's all TikTok. Like people outside TikTok really aren't like this. It's like, yeah, you know, sometimes you yeah. get lost in it. Sometimes you get lost in like the the TikTok excitement. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, no, it's it's really just on TikTok. I don't know why. And people say like, I had a conversation. I think it was with Vosh. I don't know if you know who Vosh is. Yeah, yeah. But he isn't he the he, uh, liberal. Um. Yeah, like a YouTube uh, debater kind of political. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And like he was like, "Well, why do you care so much? Like, it's just TikTok, and like it's all young people, it's and it's like well, young people." Yeah, but that's what it is. Like, you know, you're gonna have a bunch of young people grow up with like this hate, hatred of men, and it's like it's, it's so weird. And like, not to be rude, but most of the women who are promoting the kill all men narrative are are unequitable. They're inequitable people. They aren't pushing for a better job. There's somebody who works like an entry level type job. They don't really push to better themselves, and then they complain about being uh, marginalized. And like, there absolutely is a fa- the power dynamic favors men in society for sure. Yeah, yeah. For but sure. it's always but it's always the women who don't fight. They don't actually try to work a job that gives them equity. Right. Those are the ones who complain the most. And like, I would say that generally speaking, while the power dynamic favors men, it's a it's really like a capitalist issue. It's more of like a, a financial oppression thing more than like a male oppression. Because, like, it it sounds so silly, but, like, I was watching... I know this sounds really weird, but you ever see the show, like, the the toy show on Netflix where they tell you about Power Rangers and Barbies? Uh, And they tell you... There's a show on Netflix, and they talk to tell you about, like, the history of, like, Barbie, for instance. And, like, this narrative goes around where women have never been able to succeed. But, like, every... There's so many women in, like, the toy industry that, like, are, like, literal heads of companies, like, 50 years to 70 years ago. Like, black women, too. Mm-hmm. And like, of course, racism exists, and like the marginalization exists. But yeah. like, if you really wanted it, you really could achieve it. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. the most part, you know what I mean. 
Mm -hmm. uh, excluding like you know the, the the nuanced factors like so like we have this narrative that like men have treated women so poorly mm -hmm. and like it really wasn't there it's just like a poor power dynamic right um, and, that, and that's really what it comes down to and people hate their fathers because a lot of dads left their kids yeah yeah <laughs> so that's yeah that's the one that I would go with. If I was going to run a kill all men narrative, I'd be like, look at how bad fathers were. And I'd be like, yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. Last generation fathers were really bad. And I think it's because women got more rights, which is a great thing. But like mm -hmm. a lot of men, those men had like a fragile ego and they were like, oh, yeah. you can't have power because now, mm -hmm. you know, you're going to contest me in some capacity. But like, you know, but they don't talk about that. They just talk about how like we're all such, we're all oppressors. And it's just like so stupid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, um, that's what I've been like. That's like my mindset is that, like, sure, there is a ton of racism in America, but the biggest thing that people fail to see is how oppressed the poor people are. The lower middle class. Oh, yeah. That they, they literally just, like, keep you down because they want to keep their money, their power, like, whatever. Yeah. And, like, right now, if people are like, America is, a like, a terrible country, the thing that I have a problem with, like, with this whole political correctness is, like, you're literally telling these young girls the young black people, you can't achieve anything in this country. Yeah. Like a victim when you mentality. you should be like, hey, you can do it. Okay. When you should be encouraging them instead of putting them down. And like all this mm -hmm. political correctness is putting them down and then trying to yeah. act like the victim. I agree. Yeah. It promotes like a very uh, victimizing mentality. And like the thing with it though is, is that they don't say, they say you're a victim. There's nothing you can do about it. So like support this, but they don't actually outline real solutions. That's why like, we talk like, like yeah, yeah, like I, I haven't looked too much at like Black Lives Matter, and I, I'm not disagreeing with Black. I understand, but like mm -hmm. if you really look at it, mostly what they're trying to say is like, hey, we need to implement laws that hold police accountable for sure. Mm -hmm. But like, how does that deal with the root of the problem, which is like, which really is lack of opportunity, and that lack of opportunity comes from a history of systemic racism and redlining laws that crowd mm -hmm. people and remove their. Um, their opportunity but like what's your solution you're not trying to bring equity to, to, yeah. to poor black communities and nobody's talking about it and like it really bothers me because i talk about it a lot i talk about universal basic income as a way to uh counter the class issues in america uh -huh. and um but nobody talks about it nobody cares no leftist picks it up nobody's talking about any real solution honestly i've heard more conservatives talk about the ending systemic racism even though they don't believe in it than i have liberals because they talk about and i don't agree with it but they talk about negative income tax um, that makes sense. I, it's better than welfare because welfare really is a trap and we should be yeah. weaning people off of welfare. But like no progressives talking about anything. They're not talking about anything on, on TikTok at least. It's it's so sad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what I don't like is um, the whole petition narrative. Like if you sign this petition, something will happen. Listen, if a guy, right. yeah, I don't think that the police brutality that happens now is a racist issue. I think back then, no, 100%. I, I don't think so. like, oh, when, yeah. Like, if like I, when, I have, like, if you know anybody's grandpa that was in the police, that guy was probably racist. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not even trying to. I have, I have every single girl that I've dated with, like, a grandfather that was in the police force, like, was a legitimate, undeniable racist. Like, mm -hmm. bad. Like, bad. And, like, of course, some of that echoes. But now I think it's really more of the stereotypes that are promoted through poverty. Yeah, I think it's um like with the priest brutality, I think it could just be like a power trip. Yeah, for sure. Like and, the George Floyd mm -hmm. thing, I don't think it was racial at all. A pure, it was definitely an issue. And I don't, I saw the the video, and I know he was drugged up and whatever. But like, there's no reason for you to put your neck on the your, your knee on the back of the yeah, neck. Yeah, there's never a reason for that. That's yeah, that, that yeah. was. I would say that's a form of police brutality, like just pure for negligence. Sure. Like, 
you know, it, it, it's it's so sad. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. Um, that's I, I just don't like the whole narrative that you can just call someone racist if they don't like, like if they disagree with someone of the other race. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's the truth. That's what happens all over. It happens on TikTok too. And like the worst time to call it out was during the George Floyd thing, and I didn't care. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like Fat Raccoon blocked me because like I called her out for like being for just calling people randomly racist. Yeah, I people. Specifically, the whole thing where it's like you can't be racist towards white people. It's like, oh my god, are we really you doing can, this you right can. now? It's you can be, and they just like, no, you can't because of it because of uh, all these socioeconomic factors. And it's like we have an issue, in my opinion, in America right now. Maybe not just America, mm-hmm. but where people who are formally intelligent, like legitimately intelligent people, not no criticism. Well, they are intelligent. I'm not diminishing that. Mm-hmm. Thinking that they know everything. Yeah. Just because they went to school. But, like, no, because what's the benefit of saying you can't be racist to a white person? Literally, all it does is it does two things. One, it promotes hatred towards white people. And two, it makes it so you're setting white people to a higher standard. Yeah. Because now you're telling black people, well, you, you don't, you can say basically whatever you want, but the white people have to police their words. So you're, you're hate, you're promoting white hatred while simultaneously promoting white supremacy because you're saying white yeah. people are better. So it's so weird. And it's like, I understand systemic racism. Of course, as a white guy, you can't experience that. But like individual, if somebody walks up and just knocks me out because I'm white yeah. and they're black, he's a racist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it, it, it's so silly. And then, you know, then they'll come up with the next thing is like, yeah, but they might have more of a reason to hit you because they, they have more reason for them to hate white people. I'm like, fine, but it's still racist because yeah. like I talk my, my very simple comparison is like if I go up and I hit a random dude, nothing to do with their skin color in the face, that's assault. But if I hit him in the face because they slept with my wife, it's still assault. It's just justifiable more, yeah. but you're still, you're still assault. You know, that's mm-hmm. what it is. We can be as empathetic as we want, but it's, you can't justify violence. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I saw like a TikTok made and it was like, like hardcore BLM supporters. And it was like white supremacists. Like you can't do anything. The, uh, cause like at the start they were like yelling at each other. And the BL, a hardcore BLM supporter was like, you can't do anything because the white people are better than you in this country. And the white supremacist was like, or no, it was the KKK. And they are like, yeah. And I was like, I was like thinking about it. I was like, damn, their ideologies kind of line up. Yeah, right. Like it's like this the narrative where like white people are on like these weird untouchables. Or It's like, come on. You know, it all needs to go. And like we can have a conversation. Again, like nobody's having the conversation when it comes to just to countering systemic racism and oppression with any real solution. Nobody's talking about a solution. Not all. Nobody really, nobody's talking about practical solutions. The best I've I've heard of is like, let's just go communists or something. I'm like, come on. Like, that's not going to help. You know? Yeah. Uh, That's the, um, the one reason, like one of the reasons. Now I don't say I support Trump. I don't see how anyone could like, fully support one politician because every every politician has flaws but i can i've i have disagreed with some of the stuff he has done but i also agree with some of the stuff he has done and i'm only 18 i know that my word holds no weight in the political community no but you still have your right to have an opinion that's that's the thing though because now you feel like you have to say that yeah um you know even if you're wrong like people if you're like let's say you're wrong i'm not saying that you are but like now, it's you have to walk on eggshells because like if you're wrong and somebody, they're not going to explain to you why you're wrong. They're just going to tell you you're a fundamentally bad person and a racist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. What I was going to say is that I like how he he literally does not he doesn't pander to the popular thing. 
like these politicians like mm-hmm. um i i don't know if you saw this but i'm pretty sure you're probably positive or po- what is it familiar with uh nancy pelosi the speaker of the house yeah sure yeah. um they did a photo op after the george floyd thing yeah no, taking yeah. a knee and like yeah it was like I, I thought it was hardcore pandering and then i they like something came out about the cloth that they were wearing which is the kente cloth mm-hmm. and it was of an african village that sold slaves to america and i was like damn like, i don't know if, like I, I don't think it was purpose I don't think it's no, 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 but it's just like every, like every little identifier to make it seem like they're woke. Yeah. And like I know that they gave him like a flag when he when he was, you know, he's killed. And it's yeah. like Ooh. yeah, that, that know, one is Come on. Like I get it. He I don't know. It's he, just like the whole thing. And like again, we're still talking about how it's like it, well, I really don't think it was a race motivated issue. I think that like we had all these riots over a guy who like you know, he, he was being belligerent and then we had a failure from the police officer and, like, the police officer killed him when he should have been uh, more patient. Yeah. Um, but, like, th- nothing has supported the narrative that it has anything to do with black people. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, like, it's hard to talk about, but I really don't think it was. I mean, I, I don't think, I still think we need to, like, to combat the police brutality for sure. There's so many things about the police system that's really messed up. Yeah. But, you know, but, like, this wasn't like a race issue. This should have been the way for everybody to go. Like, hey, this is like an everybody issue. Yeah, uh, when I saw that he was given the flag, like I get what they were trying to do with the flag. Like, we're like, of course his his death was horrible. It shouldn't have oh, happened. Yeah, it sure. should have been prevented. But comparing it to a military death, I was a little bit like, you don't give a folded up flag to a citizen that dies. You'd give it to someone who fought for their country and died, and like the military, right. like I, I think that they had were very justifiably pissed off at that. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, no, that's and again, it's like a pandering. I, I wasn't. I mean, I was like, eh, it made me like a little like feel a little gross, but I wasn't like dying over it. But I was like, that's not really right. Yeah, but that's I could. Yeah, I could. Everyone was like calling the the veterans who were very very mad, like like soft about it, and I was like. These guys probably saw some of their friends shot in the head. Yeah, and, like, they died fighting for their country. And, like, they intentionally, like, they knew that going in. And, like, I know it's a, tra- a tragedy what happened to George Floyd. But, like, you know, uh, I don't know. I feel like I, I understand that, like, America has this weird thing about their military and police. And, like, there is there is something there. Like, we yeah. are very weird when it comes to those authorities. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also feel like we've gone from a point, we crossed, like, a line where it went from, like, hey, let's, let's not completely, like, uh, over... I don't know, pander to military people, but to a point where it's like, now it's like anti-military. It's like, Jesus. Yeah. It's kind of, I've seen a lot of things that are more like, have did you ever hear about what happened to veterans when they came back from Vietnam? Uh, I don't know. What, uh, they, guess... they, they were treated horribly. They were spit on. They were called. Oh, cause like, they, cause the war was like unjustifiable or whatever. Right? Yeah. What yeah. And I was like, if you're going to get mad at someone, get mad. At the politicians at who the government. started the war. Yeah, started the yeah. War. These guys have no choice. If someone says, you got to go take a gun and then shoot that person, you have to. It's the military. I mean, if you put it down, shoot, you could be, they could be like, traitor, boom, done. Yeah, right, exactly. And now it's like, you know, it's the same thing way I feel about the police, too. Because, like, my opinion, poverty is, like, a failure of the government. And, like, everybody gives police so much crap. But, like, I honestly, it's a governmental failure, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, police officers weren't the ones to sign redlining logs to put... 
uh, black people into particular areas. It was like the politicians. It was like now we give police so much shit. And like it's literally the police officer's job to deal with failure yeah, of the government. Exactly. And like the it's like shooting the messenger. Yeah, yeah. The police are supposed to enforce laws and they had to yeah. enforce those race laws. Now, were, was the police system like very racist back in the civil sure. rights era? In well, Florida? you know what I would say? Yeah. The people. Yeah, the people. Yeah. Rough. But like when you talk about nowadays, I really don't see it. Especially since like when you look, um, you know, there's there's studies that suggest or really show that the interactions between white police officers and uh, black perpetrators are much more positive than the uh, than the interactions between black police officers and black perpetrators. Mm-hmm. Like white people, like it's it's. I mean, obviously, it's because of like all the social standards, but. Like, you know, it's like the white police officers are generally trying to do a better job because they're, like, overly policing themselves when it comes to some of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, the thing the thing that kind of, like, struck, I would say, like, I wouldn't wasn't completely pissed off, but I don't like is the acronym ACAB. And yeah, you I don't like it. Well, I think it's very close-minded because it, it seems really close-minded because, first of all, everyone's like, it stands for all cops are bastard. I say, I hear way more people saying all cops are bad. Second of all, right. you guys. Well, it's get bad mad either way. It's like, yeah. It's like in my community, I have I've had a few runs with the law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And I've I've never seen the law enforcement. If anything, I've seen them help minorities like more than white people. They're in schools. Some of them even give kids rides to places. They check in on everything. They're always called to like the thing is we always had officers coming in and out of schools. And whenever a kid would uh, do something like, say that there was a fight at school, mm-hmm. they would just have a talk with them. They would talk with them. And whenever I'm like, I, do, I disagree with ACAB, then they have to explain why ACAB. And if you have to explain it and you're saying it, then like, come on. They're like, yeah, it, all cops it's because it's a broken system. Yeah, it's because it's, it's all cops and bastards, all kill all men. It's, it's all narrative. And it's like, I don't know, because my experience with police officers never been that bad. Um, but for the most part, they were, like, negative, but not, like, super negative. They were, like, passive-aggressive negative. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you know, like, one, for instance, one time I was, I was driving on, like, a road at, like, 4 in the morning. And this cop, I guess in his, he, was an on, he was off duty, he drove past me, like, 80 miles an hour. So I thought he wanted to race. So, like, we kept racing each other. And then he clocked in and came to my house. Like, you were, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, that was obviously a weird abuse of power. Because he, he wanted me to pull off. And that it was just weird. Yeah. And, like... You know, I have, and like my girlfriend's has had like issues where police officers like yelled at her like for small things, and like you know, there's to me there, and like those are very minor things. There is like an issue uh, of like some form of police brutality for sure, but like being over exaggerated. Because then I've had interactions where I got arrested, and the cops were very nice to me. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you know, you know what I mean. Like it, and I, I, you know, I don't know. It just, it just doesn't seem like anybody's targeting the solution because we have so many conversations on TikTok or even in general. Where like you seem all over. Oh, is systemic racism real or not? Yeah. And you have conservatives saying no, and progressives saying yes, and then like no one's saying who ca- like, who cares. Mm-hmm. I know it's weird, but who cares? Like who really cares? Because at the end of the day, if you can get your solution uh, passed, who cares if there's systemic racism? Like what are you gonna do? Because like reparations are horribly divisive. No one's gonna support them. Like I know what I mean. Nobody. I mean, no one's going to support reparations for Black people. Like even Hispanic and Asian people, they're not like jumping on that. 
Yeah. They, like, they don't want that. So, like, come up with a solution and wrap people around it. Because I've talked to conservatives and they say, I don't, I just don't see systemic racism. But then we talk about UBI and they're like, oh, I think I could get along with that. It's like, who cares if they agree with it or not? We're still going to reverse it if you come up with a solution. Yeah. But people don't care. They're more interested in talking about, like, these things that don't necessarily matter rather than coming up with real solutions. Yeah. the Or some, I've seen some solutions proposed, but they're awful. First of all, you, if you send, Let's say, just for instance, uh, a 5'4", 100-pound social worker to go deal with a domestic <laughs> violence dispute. That will go bad. That will go horribly, horribly bad. Oh, yeah. But um, if you send an officer, it could still go bad. Like, there's always a chance of everything going bad. I, I know you're talking about the defund the police thing, where it's like, defund the police and allocate the resources into X, Y, or Z. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that most social workers, like, they're like, no. Not a good idea. Like some people are like they have trained police officers to be social. Not going to happen. Social mm-hmm. workers can't even do their job the right way. You're going to try to train police officers. I know it's yeah. a rough take, but it's coming from a social. I just had this conversation with wow, mm-hmm. my girlfriend yesterday about it. Um, but like, no, I hate the defund the police narrative because when the first thing I heard about it, it was defund the police like fully as like a stupid meme, like where young kids were just being dumb. It was mostly like goth girls saying you know know? and then probably people picked it up and then they said like um then other people picked it up and said like no no no, we just mean reduce funding here and put it here and i'm like not gonna happen you're not gonna reduce funding and increase the training that police officers get which they do desperately need and then put them into other things and think you're gonna you think it's gonna work it's it's not because they're talking about like so i'll put more social workers more welfare programs no it's not gonna work First of all, if you wanted to try to get to work, you would invest more to those before defunding the police. Mm-hmm. Then, then, then if they worked, then you could defund the police. But like, you're gonna just do it and like on a whim hope that like it happens. No, a lot of these yeah. areas that like you know they, they saw like in New York, like a lot of these areas where they were like defund the police. A lot of those poor areas, they're like, yeah, I wish she didn't, mm-hmm. because like you have like people in violent areas who are just trying to live, and now they're like running more rampant because police presence, police reduce crime. Mm-hmm. Like people just pretend that they don't, and like nobody has a good feel on it. And it's a lot again; it's a lot of intelligent people who don't live in the real world, and they think they understand, but they don't. I live in a very moderate area; it's like fifty percent white, fifty percent minority. Uh, it's very, very, very mixed class wise. Like literally, my block, uh, we like well, I'm like middle class, and then at the end of my block is a halfway house, and the next block over is lower class, and we're very mixed. And like. You know, it's different. Like, people yeah. aren't that stupid. Everybody's like, yeah, the police kind of stink in some ways, but, like, we're happy to have them. Like, moderates. And it doesn't matter what race they are. They all agree in the same thing, generally speaking. Yeah, It's these people who are in, like, upper middle class areas who exist solely with other upper, mid- upper middle class people who, like, don't understand the real world. Because I went to school with, like, all lower class people. Mm-hmm. Black, white, you know, everybody's everybody's an asshole, I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, that's the but, thing that's interesting is like when I when I see like these interviewers go into, for instance, like Chicago or like the I don't know if this politically correct or not, like the slums. Yeah, right. I City. mean, like you see, like, like the ghettos. Is that what you? <laughs> I, I don't know, but um, I, I know like the political correct. I know what you. I know what you. <laughs> like the bad neighborhoods. The, yeah, like the, the, low, the, the low cost areas. housing. The low cost housing. Yeah, like the the, the yeah right the the. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, these people want the police there. Yeah, they say right. if anything, we need to increase the police presence in these areas because there are people like shooting each other. But the thing that like the thing it gets to a point on both sides where 
they just weaponize deaths for their own gain. And that's something I don't think helps at all. Like, no, not at all. Like, uh, yeah, like, um, there was a, I remember seeing conservatives weaponizing a death of 14 people at a funeral in Chicago. You guys wouldn't have talked about it if the liberals weren't talking about the death of just like a black dude getting killed by a white dude. No, right. It's all reactionary. Nobody really cares. And then we all talk about like they they bring up thirteen fifty two. The set the second anybody talks about systemic racism, they all bring up thirteen fifty two. Like the, you know, I know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, 1352. Like thirteen. It's oh, like thirteen. It's like thirteen percent of the population commits oh. like fifty two percent. Yeah, like that whole meme. But they don't bring. They bring it up only when it's like it's a, it's a way to dismiss something else. Mm-hmm. You know, deaths and all these weird narratives. Nobody, you know, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's yeah. Um. What are your thoughts on the two-party system? Like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think that it's, like, a big issue. You know, my thing is, like, I remember, you know who the real Heisenberg is? Oh, my gosh, that guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's... <laughs> I, I did a podcast with him. It was a trip, man. Oh, but he, he said on. one really... Huh? Oh, he came on. I wasn't. He didn't seem like someone who would want to talk to someone. With an no, long, it was it was it was a difficult to get him on. I was like, hey, do you want to come on? Let's have a conversation. And at first, he's like, okay. And then he's like, well, I don't want to do this because he was like weird. I was gonna like try to like, jump on him yeah. and like beat him up, beat him down because I guess he had like weird interactions with like um, Nick uh, Nick videos or something. And then I was like, bro, I'm just trying to have conversations. And he's like, don't don't. Uh, he started talking about like like uh, debate lingo, and I was like, bro, I'm not. Like, I'm not going to try to, like, sideline you. And it was a weird conversation. But the one thing he said that was very good was he talked about, and I think they do this in other countries, like a, par- a party system, like a five or ten party system where, like, you you, re- you do ranked voting. So you see, like, five different parties on the debate stage at the end, not mm-hmm. just, like, you know. And, like, you would rank them based on what you liked to, like, best to worst. And the rank, the person with the highest rank would win rather than the person with the most ones. Mm. So, like, you know, like, this way it's a little more fair. You have more ideas circulating around so more people can win. It's much more fair. And I agreed with that. Oh, yeah. Because, like, I don't think that popular vote is a good solution to our current. It's like, oh, well, we should have a popular vote. Like, who cares? You just want to have some more Democrats win. Like, what, that doesn't fix our issue. Mm-hmm. Democrats and Republicans, like, suck. Yeah, like I, the way I look at it is Republicans just trying to, to cut taxes and boost the military to a fault, and Democrats are just like pandering and whatever they need to promote feel good programs to a fault. Mm-hmm. I don't think that these these programs necessarily work. For sure. It's crazy, mm-hmm. and like nobody, but nobody like really wants to fix it. They're like, yeah, let's just vote Joe Biden. He's like the best of a bad situation. It's like, ah, come on, it's just nuts. Yeah, I don't know. That's what uh, the whole Joe Biden situation. I mean. In my opinion, he just pandered by picking Kamala Harris to be his running mate. Oh yeah, he knows he's he's like the they embodiment of like pandering. Yeah, they hate no, each other. yeah, he they're they're like that was because he's a wo- she's a woman, she's a black woman, so like that's a good pick, and it's a good pick from a political perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but like honestly, there, I'm, I'm I honestly might be voting Trump. Honestly, I, I just that's um, it's yeah, I mean, it's I'm a hard with what happened today, how he sent the four million that or four billion that fast. I'm most likely right, yeah. going to vote for Trump. But the thing is, I thought that the best candidate was Yang. Like, I really yeah, liked Andrew. <laughs> I, I really liked Andrew Yang. He was good. He was good. You know, his universal basic income stuck with me very heavily. Yeah. Like, I, I wrap my mind around it even more as I go on. And, like, it's all I talk about. It's like my main, it's like my main driver. Like, if, 
if I was in office, the first thing I'd do is like I'd, I'd, I'd implement like a Medicare for all that maintained private insurance, a private insurance option. And then the next step would be UBI. And then I would let the country sit for four years because I also like, and then just see how it went. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's a great the universal base. It makes so much sense. Can you explain and, like, it more for like people who aren't familiar? Yeah, yeah, of course. So a uh, like specific, specifically Yang's universal basic income concept is a thousand dollars a month to everybody eighteen and older in the United States, um, and it's an opt-in to welfare. So like if you have welfare programs already, you would have to come off of those to get onto it, which I think is great because I think that there, I think that there are two types of people on welfare: people who want to be on welfare and people who don't. And the mm-hmm. people who don't are going to have an out. And not only are they going to have an out by getting a thousand dollars unconditional, but they're also it's going to be so much money getting pushed through the bottom of the system that more jobs are going to be created. Oh, yeah. It's going to lower crime rates in areas that don't have lack opportunity because opportunities there now. Big businesses are going to move into those areas to start selling. People are going to have the money to be able to open up their own small businesses, and then other people are going to be able to work for them because now they're getting an extra thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And so it's going to really stimulate very heavily. I think it's a great first step. I think that it, it's a great way to. Uh, redistribute wealth in a positive way. And I think it gives people choice on their money. Like I always talk about like education, for instance, people are always like, oh, we need to increase more money, uh, invest more money into education. I disagree. And I'm going to explain why people always go like, why? My thing is, is if we give $1,000 a month to everybody in a particular community, we're pumping millions of dollars a month into those communities, that's going to give them opportunity. Like I just said, businesses will come, they'll be able to invest in their own businesses. Then they're going to be able to make more money overall with those opportunities on top of their UBI. So now they can just go, okay, we have accumulated our own wealth. We have solid income. Why don't we increase our own property taxes and have better schools ourselves to the degree they need them? Not every place needs like New York level of education. Yeah, It's not honestly. So like provide, like let them invest in their own schooling because people think that like, oh, New York has so much money because they have good schools. No, they have so much money because they're a trading hub in the world. Yeah. And that extra money that from the infrastructure is what they allowed them to invest more into schooling. Yeah. So that's my place. And I love it because I think it solves almost every or at least the majority of every issue. Um, like it's I mean, I think it, it's a great step towards like reducing like uh, just general racism in the United States. I think racism. People talk about how like, people are more racist because of Trump now. And like I understand the insensitivity that comes with his words would like yeah. stimulate a racist. But also my argument is, is that people have been getting slowly siphoned. Um, by like really technology, like rich people using technology to take away jobs and take away like install wages, that yeah. they're getting more angry as their bubble closes and they're becoming racist because they don't know what else to blame. Honestly, and then on the other side, you have people like minor, like you know, black people or impoverished black people who are also feeling the same straining, and they're just committing like poor behavior because due to lack of opportunity, yeah, like that anybody would experience. Nothing to do with them being black. And so now, like, we have all this, like, lack of money is is perpetuating racism, in my opinion. And people say, well, it's not the purest of the best. It's not. They, people say, like, oh, well, it wouldn't fix everything. But, like, who cares? It would fix so much. Yeah. It would fix so much. And, like, I'm so into it. Like, I know I don't know if you want me to go into, like, uh, the cost of it, everything and all those things. I have no problem going into whatever other question you had about UBI. Um, I mean. That's up to you. Uh, I mean, like. <laughs> Just like kind of give like a basic rundown of that, like the numbers. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. No. Basically, like it's a three trillion dollar cost, right? It'll cost us three trillion dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, you would mitigate anywhere from two to two and a half trillion dollars between a value added tax, getting people off of welfare, uh, disability, and unemployment programs, um, 
And also just the raw amount of dollars pumping through the economy is estimated to bring in anywhere from 800 to 900 billion dollars a year. Mm. So like you've almost completely eradicated the cost for it. And if you don't, there's still other ways to go, like taxing rich people more effectively and trying to get rid of tax avoidance that yeah. like you. This is a realistic program to pay for. Yeah. And with like Trump, as much as people may like him or dislike him, uh, he increased the annual federal deficit by like $350 billion before the coronavirus. So like, you know, you have to, it's clearly, regardless of whether you're a Democrat or Republican, you have to spend money to, to, to start scaling back. Mm-hmm. And I think that like, this is the best way to do that, honestly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had a discussion with, I'm not going to like say his name on the podcast, but a person in my area who's, who's pretty conservative. And I was like, like Reagan kind of messed some stuff up with, <laughs> with Reagan, the war on man. drugs, like the 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 impoverished areas were flooded with drugs yeah and it went a little deeper my understanding is like reagan uh cut uh regulations that like allowed weird payments like i think something to do with the way that you could pay with stocks to your employees mm-hmm. your uh, and like we like back in the reagan era generation i think that the average um ceo of a company uh, maybe it wasn't CEO, but like the average, I forget what it is, but they earned like f- anywhere from like 20 to 40 times more than their worker. And now it's up to almost 400 times the average worker. Absolutely. And it's insane. Yeah, no, it's insane. And that's mm. partly because of Reagan. Like, uh, you know, I don't know the specifics of it, but that's my understanding of it. Yeah, that's just like whenever um, whenever I try to tell a conservative person that like Reagan, in my opinion, he was not that great. They freaked <laughs> out. I'm like, yeah, dude. They do. I don't get why everyone freaks out when you have a different opinion nowadays. The way that we can fix things, in my opinion, is like we have conversations. We talk about it. For sure. Yeah, no, it's really underrated. It's it's honestly like people think it's like so cliche, but like having conversations. I've had had so many discussions with conservatives specifically, and I've wrapped them all around UBI. And people, and that's like, oh, you know, people give me shit for being, because I I consider myself like a new age conservative that believes in putting opportunity in people's hands rather than governmental control. But like, I'm able to wrap people around a UBI, which is the most progressive idea out there right now. And like, nobody, nobody cares. Nobody cares. No, none of the, none of the TikTok liberals care. None of the people care. They don't care about solutions, man. They just love being angry because it's fun and it gives them, it gives them clout. Gives them viewers. Yeah. I mean, the highest, the thing is the highest liked, like, party on tiktok is republican but the most like the one that the ideas that get thrown out there the most which popular creators just get it and they don't even really care but they they pander and they say oh trump is bad and they get yeah from that. but the follows who are people want to keep seeing videos like this is from conservatives and the thing is on tiktok first of all most of you kids can't even vote it's true. It's a lot of people saying you should vote for this person when they can't even vote. It's like a funny, it's a funny, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Trump 2020 on a sparkly, gravestone sparkly. Yeah. Mm. I like sparkly comments. I'm going to bring my attention. Hey. <laughs> I got, I got, I don't, do you know who um, Ashley videos is? That sounds familiar. Is she the, yeah, I, she I, I, I like her. She's a progressive. Uh, she's like a Democrat, I guess. She's like 17. Uh, I like her. Like, she's uh-huh. cool. We're, we're fine and everything. We've had conversations. But, like, there was one time where when I first started my page, I made a joke. Um, and Because I, I never intended it to be, like, a political page. I always wanted to make jokes. And then I got it, it got there with the George Floyd thing. 
Yeah. But uh, and it like, you know, it became a lot of commentary. But like I made a joke and she had made a, a thing about how it's like, oh, stop telling gay people that we lost a good one when they come out as gay. So I was like, oh, I wish we'd lose this one. I guess it's a joke to her. Like, no, I'm just like, oh, go away. Like, it was oh a silly God. joke. And then I got, I got so many death threats. It was insane. <laughs> it was insane. People can't it was nuts, jokes. man. It was bad. It was so bad, but it was funny. Yeah. But I was like, oh my god. And like, I feel like that's the most of what people get. Like, I, I know I've had a lot of problems with like my pe- people that follow me, like sending death threats to people, which I think is all but gone at this point. Uh, it's it's you know, which is a great thing. Yeah, I've been very vocal. Addressing that, yeah. I've been very vocal against it. I've been blocking people who I see are very toxic. Um, but um, like, I think most of it really is just people going on the page and being like, "Oh, I hate you," and like people take it too personally and they get upset by it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, this generation needs to learn how to take jokes. It's it, okay. Yeah. Like I've seen so many just criticism people, in general. Yeah, I've seen so many people have to take their page down because they made a joke someone didn't like. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, all big companies, colleges even pander, and they email oh, yeah. their college, and their college is like, "Take this down or get kicked out." Yeah. Did you see um the girl? Her name is Claire Janover. She was yes. The girl who got, <laughs> yeah, she got yeah, kicked yeah, out yeah. of Harvard for saying that you should. Well, she got. She lost her. She lost her uh, internship because she lost her internship. Okay, my, my fault. yeah, yeah, but yeah. The reason is that she said that she's gonna like stab an All Lives Matter supporter laying on the street, and then it was a joke. I saw the joke. Yeah, everyone knows that it was a joke. It was like it was like she was being high, overly. She was being exaggeratory. She was like, yeah. "Oh, I'll stab you with a knife, and then I'll show you my paper cut and say like, all oh, my paper cut matters too.'" Yeah, and but, I got it. And like yeah, I was, I was a lot, a lot of. Cons- a lot of conservatives loved it. They were happy about it. And I yeah. was the only one that said, like, eh, I'm not. Because, like, you can't you can't sit here and complain about getting canceled as a conservative. Because conservatives get canceled more than anything else. Mm-hmm. You can't get uh, you can't complain about getting canceled. And then the second thing happens to somebody else unjustifiably, you can't turn around and be like, oh, no, this is fun. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're doing what I call out, which is, like, the oppressed the oppressor narrative. Like, oh, now it's happening to them. It's funny. And it's, no, it's not equality. That's, like, worse. You're supposed to set an example. And yeah. if you can't even handle over cancel culture, then like, how are you expected to be able to? How how do you expect people that are progressive to deal with their own issues in a yeah. way that doesn't demonize you? You know, mm-hmm. just too much too much BS. Yeah, I've noticed a lot that um, people are gung ho about canceling until it flips around on them. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly. Famous, but yeah. she she never even t- like. Do you do you like her content? I honestly don't really care for. I'll I'll, I'll be down to talk. About I don't. I don't, I don't like care for her as a. I don't care for her <laughs> as a person. But like, of course, like, of course, like, I'm not. I don't hate her. But like, if no, right. if one of her videos pop up on my free page, hey, it's click gone. Scroll. Yeah, right. No, she has to be blocked. Um, so, uh, <laughs> but I don't like her. I think that she's like. A, I honestly. I think that she's kind of pathetic. Like, you know, she's another person who just like promotes a very toxic narrative. Mm-hmm. And then she gets really upset when you call her out. And that's like, that's the thing that gets me. That's why I don't like Joe Rob. It's not because he's like a bad, he's, it's not because his ideas are toxic. It's because he won't fight for his ideas and like running away from criticism. It's what avoids changing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to become a better person by running away from criticism. So like mm-hmm. he, like, that's what I don't like about him and her. Um, honestly, but they're like the they're bigger voices on there. The you know people who run away from criticism are like the biggest voices on the on the platform. Honestly, yeah, that, uh, yeah. I was just gonna say, um, do you know who Undos is? <laughs> who Undos? He's like he's a light skin. He dances. I don't even know what he does because he blocked me two months ago. 
Um, he blocked really? me because he was gung-ho about canceling people. Nick Video sent him a DM saying, I don't see what your problem is with me. Put it up on his page and said, go after him, guys. And he has like three point, I don't even know how many followers is that right now. And really? I said, and then it came out that he was like colorist because he told, because a girl said that his head looked like a pineapple and the girl is rather dark skinned and he was like, right. your skin looks like charcoal. And Oh my God. And uh, they sent a wave out to cancel him. And he turned, he made an apology video, of course, turned his comments off. So I commented, I was like, look, bro, if you're all about canceling people, don't turn off your comments when it comes to you getting canceled. Yeah, for sure. And he blocked me on the spot. I was like, oh, wow. yeah, he, he doesn't want He doesn't want to hear it. Then he came back to the app after he had, I'm guessing, blocked all the people that criticized him. And then he said, yeah, cancel culture can't get me. I'm like, bro, I literally said just man up and you blocked me. Yeah, no. Uh, it's just pathetic, man. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody should be accountable for your actions. That's the thing. People aren't accountable for what they say at, at all. Yeah. They don't care. The thing is, the, what I don't support, and I've been involved in people trying to cancel me oh, a little bit um, for current things, just like a joke mm-hmm. or something small like that. It happens all the time. There's always, it's always going to happen. Well, I don't get why people will dig up a tweet from seven years ago on someone's feed and then try to cancel them. Because yeah. if they haven't made that same joke or said that same thing in seven years, they, it means they, they probably don't support that. Yeah, probably not. It's like Sky Jackson. Yeah, oh boy. I'm trying not, to cancel people. I, I do not like Sky Jackson one bit. Not me neither. Yeah. She's going to cancel us once she sees this now. Oh, gosh, she's going to dox me, dude. <laughs> when I heard that, I, I, people... was like, I was like, come on. Is Disney not is Disney not paying you the money anymore? She, she yeah, blocks right. people. One of my friends is blocked by her. Really? Really? That's crazy. She's very petty. I would it'd be fine if she docks me at this point. Like I can't there's no, I can't lose anything. Like, I actually do this full time now, so I don't mm. care. How's that been going? Yeah. Not bad. Last week was my first full time week. I I like it was a good week. It went, it went pretty well. Um so you know, uh, so far I'm like able to sustain. I have like really fantastic followers. Uh, that they support me a lot, so I've been doing a lot of Twitch. I make I make like a living. I'm actually making like enough money to live right now off of Twitch. Then I'm trying to push out to YouTube and other things. I got a really nice comment today on my YouTube. I know it's so weird, but the guy was like, "Hey, I followed you I ex- on YouTube from your TikTok. I expected you just to be like another uh, idiot that was just <laughs> that, that like that like like had no real substance, mm-hmm. but like wanted to try to reach out to make as much money as possible." And he's like, "But I sat down, and I watched like your some of your stuff. And it's like, oh, it's actually good." And I was like, "Oh, that that makes me feel nice. Like it's mm-hmm. good because I'm trying. I'm not. I'm trying to do content that's like decent content, not yeah. like some kind of." BS, like you know, just clickbait. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 um, whenever I get those comments or I see someone I know get those comments, I'm always like, like that's great, because most of the people, or I could say, all the people I follow on TikTok, I find them entertaining, and I'll mm-hmm. watch them on other platforms. And the thing is, my my dream is not to be a big TikToker. I want to mm-hmm. be a big YouTuber. I want to be a big Twitch streamer. I want to right. be a big guy on Twitter. I want to do all this stuff. TikTok was just a way for me to get there. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, I never, like, I wanted to, like, when I was younger, I had, like, dreams of being, like, a, like a gamer and stuff. Like, I was, like, very good at, like, I don't know if you know what Dota 2 is. I, I do not. Uh, 
No, it's like a, it's a it's an online video game. But like I used to be like good. I used to be really good at games, and then like that was like my dream to stream. I tried for a while when I was like in my mid twenties, and then I was like, ah, eh, screw it, and I started settling for. And then all of a sudden, this came out. Like I went on TikTok because my girlfriends. So they said like, oh, go look at your thing. Like just look at our. They started sending me stuff. Friends. Yeah. Yes, I have two. Well, I have a fiance and a girlfriend. Um, oh, okay. but, um, <laughs> I'm serious. Um, serious. Oh, cool. No, no, I'm serious. Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> but they got me on there because they they were tired of sending me stuff on Instagram. So I went on there and then I just started making content. And that was in March of this year. And like it just kind of took off for me. And like it, it went really well. So like now I'm like, yeah, maybe I can stream again. And it's funny because now I'm bad at video games. But yeah, you know, yeah, me too. I'm horrible. But uh, you can't just like drop circle. that bombshell if your girlfriend's <laughs> like not talking about. Are you okay talking about it? Yeah, a, a little bit of it, not too specifically. Okay, like people yeah, ask, like the, share what you're comfortable with. No, yeah, no. I, it's so funny because I make some content about it, and people, it's I, I, like, I, I'm at a point like I assume everybody knows, but like, why would they? Honestly, yeah. I'm guessing um, that um, the most <laughs> asked about stuff is in the in the bedroom stuff like. Yeah, that. no, there's there's nothing like in that uh, capacity where like there's no there's nothing sexual between the two of them. It's just like the three of us. Like, so it's basically two monogamous relationships intertwined. They like each other. They're friends. Yo, We're talking this about man Poland, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about moving in together well we want to move in together soon we're trying to get out, out of where our current living situation mm-hmm. uh, so we're just we're trying to figure out where if we want to move out of state or what we want to do and all because part of me now i'm afraid to move out of state because like i have good internet and like i'm like if i move somewhere else how good is the internet gonna be yeah like i'm i'm like terrified of it but yeah no there's not there's not a whole there's a lot you know but like as far as the history of it like i neither of them are comfortable talking about that yet Okay. So like I never I've never gotten into that you know one day that'll be like my big uh, that'll be my big uh, bombshell when I'm yeah. slowly fading out of the limelight it'll be like oh guys this is this <laughs> yeah the la- the, but, the hail yeah. mary yeah right but I'm a lucky man so oh yeah I'm a very lucky man um I know that there's a person in Utah right now just standing up just applauding you. Yeah, right. Oh, See, the you, if there was I always get that a lot of my my younger fans are like, "Oh man, you know, uh, it's so I, it's funny." I mean, you know, it's it's nice to have like the little. It's like that's not why I'm in the relationship, but it's like one of those things where like I can't help but like, yeah, you get an inflated uh, sense of yourself when you're in a situation like this. Oh, I bet, yeah. <laughs> So I'll be the first president uh, with uh, two wives, you know. Two first ladies. Yeah, right. Uh, I, I don't think there's any state where it's legal. I don't know. To like, oh, uh, is like, it illegal? I think it's legal to get married to two different people. Okay. You can do whatever you want. You can be poly if you want. Nobody cares. Well, I mean, yeah. Um, well, Will Smith's wife had a husband and a boyfriend, so. Oh my God, Will Smith's wife. She's so, she just I don't I don't like Jada. She, she did that to much. Will Smith. It is, you know, what gets me more, what gets me more than anything else is like it wasn't even like respectful in my opinion. Mm-mm. Like it seemed like what it didn't seem respectful at all because like you just the way that like the kids talked about it was just so weird, and like Will was uncomfortable with it, and like clearly, I don't know, he it was, was messed up, man. Yeah, right. It was just messed up, man. I, he he should have just dropped her, but yeah. he probably wanted to stay together for kids. He's a nice guy. Yeah, like you yeah. could tell like when she. When he found out, like on the on, did you watch the talk about table talk? I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw her him give her a little bit of, of stuff. 
he gave, he gave her some crap for it. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I cheated on you. But why are you getting mad at me? I'm like, come on. He clear, she clearly bullied him into whatever situation that they she, were in. She was manipulating him. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I felt, she, see, I, I, I felt so bad. I, I I I clock her as that kind of individual. Like you could tell, like she's like you know, there's a there's like she's a, clearly like a, a, a strong woman, sure, but it goes mm-hmm. to a point of like gaslighting and toxicity, which is like just very you know gross and toxic, honestly. Yeah. Unfortunate for Will Smith because <laughs> he's a nice guy, you know. Wasn't Jada Smith friends with Tupac? Was she? I I think I heard that. I think, I she think was. so. Um... Yeah, definitely, definitely a little weird that she was friends with Tupac and now is married to Will Smith. But you know, yeah, he's a little like Will Smith's a great guy. I think he's a little he was a little too soft for Jada, honestly. You yeah, know, not trying to criticize him. Well, but the like, thing is, if he puts his foot down, then he's gonna be all what he's gonna be in a toxic. He's gonna be a toxic man. Yeah, right. Like there's a whole Johnny Depp thing, right? Where like a woman was abusing him and then like he got blamed for it or something. Yeah. I don't know the specifics. Very weird stuff. Yeah, everyone thought that he beat his wife, but it turns out that his wife was beating him. Yeah, 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 right. I mean, that's very real. I mean, it's I could definitely see like a lot of a lot of men are like, "Hey, you can't hit a woman." So the woman's like, "Oh, you're not going to hit me?" Well, bow, bitch, and I'm like, Damn. "Yeah, right." They it's sad they like weaponize their their privilege as a woman like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that chivalrous kill all women yeah. 2020 oh yeah it's just a joke guys <laughs> um so yeah um i don't know if you wanted to field some questions i think i don't know if any of my fans had questions if they do uh, yeah yeah go ahead. Yeah, let me get that let's well we can end off with that uh, are you oh by the way are you playing any games after this oh uh, no no i'm gonna get off and oh that's all right so, plus, they plus wanted to know I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't little, blame you. Still um, <laughs> these questions are ridiculous. Like I, I can't. I imagine how many times you've been asked, "Is your is your house a log?" Uh, I mean, at one point. Yeah. Was it? No oh yeah, that's funny. That was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It took me a second. That was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wanted. To, how long did you sleep after that stream? Sixteen and a half hours. I slept for sixteen and a half hours after that stream. It was good sleep. Woke up with the lines. All of my body, you know. Yeah, that's good, good though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, thoughts on Joe Biden? Thoughts on Joe Biden? I don't think he is mentally fit for office, bro. That man does not Me know what he's saying. I can't. I don't think he's mentally thing, fit at all. Yeah, I, this is the most excited I've ever been to watch presidential debate, though. Because it's sad, Trump though. It's sad. Be, Trump is going to mop the floor with him at the debates. It's going to be bad, and he it's is going to slip up. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be entertaining, but it's gonna be, and it's so sad. Yeah, it's, it's um, gonna be pretty bad. How do you feel about Trump's plan to cut the payroll tax? Cut the payroll tax? I'm not, I'm unfamiliar with that. I believe if I'm if I'm not wrong, the payroll tax is like uh, income tax, which is stupid. Um, to cut income, if anything, now the way I look at it is in an ideal world, we should almost exclusively have income tax, mm-hmm. and like I we theoretically like I think we should be able to. Uh, just get rid of all of the taxes except income tax. And the reason is because um, flat taxes, even the value-added tax that I promote with UBI, mm-hmm. those are uh, called regressive taxes. And effectively, since the, the tax is equal among all poverty, or rather all uh, you know economic lines, whether you're rich or poor, it, it, dis- it disproportionately targets poor people because like you have to use more of your income for those basic necessities. Yeah. So like... Ten percent of your ten thousand dollars means a lot more than ten percent of your hundred thousand dollars. 
So like you know, that and whatever he's because the flat tax would be devastating for uh, poor people. Honestly. Oh yeah, for sure. Terrible, like regressive. So, so like you know, I, ridiculous. I don't really support taxing everyone equally. I don't. No, me neither. Anything. No, I don't think so either. There should be a, there should be a scale. Like you know, the more money you have, the less money you need. Like if you have two hundred thousand dollars, you you don't need all of it. Yeah, if I have ten thousand dollars in my pocket and you ask me for fifty, it's gonna be a lot different than if someone has two billion in their pocket and you ask for fifty. Yeah, or you know, or even if you ask for two hundred million. Yep. You know what I mean? Like they're not, they'll be fine. And of course, that's exaggerated. But oh, let me ask you this before we get off this: somebody want to know about cultural appropriation? Like, what are you, what are your feelings on cultural appropriation? Because all over TikTok, crying about it is rather. cultural appropriation. I mean. If you want to spread your culture, shouldn't that be a good thing? Why would you gatekeep your own culture? That that's my thing. My thing is is like you have a lot of people talking about Western beauty standards and how like you know young uh, people of color, like young boys and girls, are like not re- properly represented in society. And then the second that people try to ingrain that into our society, you call cultural appropriation, and you you really can't get both. You have to pick one or the other. Yeah, and the thing is, like I have some black friends who let's say they dress up in a polo and some khakis, and people are like ooh. Whitewashed, and I'm like, yeah, right. It's gross. Why are you calling yeah. these whitewashed? Yeah, and the thing is, like, whenever the thing, yeah, it's just like from one and side white or people... the other. If if you see, sorry for cutting you off. If you see like a no, black no, no. creator talking about like if they say like Trump 2020, they will be destroyed. Yeah, they're called like they're, some really like I'm not even claim gonna... you. Like, yeah, it's they call them some incredibly derogatory things, and it's mm-hmm. ridiculous. It's 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 so bad. I know exactly what you're talking about. And it's like, dude, God forbid someone has like freedom of thought. It's because people think that political ideology is like so like, oh, you want me to be dead? And it's like, dude, like just because someone doesn't support Black Lives Matter doesn't mean they don't like black people. It just means that they don't think Black Lives Matter is going to be effective. And I can agree with that to mm-hmm. an extent. So like, you know, it's crazy. People are just like they're psychotic and they don't understand. They, they they melt down if you don't agree with them. And anything that they can do to shame you into believing them, that's the easiest tactic. It's easier yeah. to sit here and say that you're a bad person for your beliefs rather than to sit down and explain why that your your beliefs might be better. Mm-hmm. For sure. So fucking, it's gross. Yeah. Um. All right, man. I don't know if you have anything yet you wanted to talk about. Either way, I'm I'm I'd have the, like, love to have you back at some point. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll love to sure. have each other back. Love to have each other back. Yeah, um, yeah. Is there anything that you want to plug? No, I'm good. Um, I think yeah, I'm fine. I'm going to be streaming after this. So, all right, you guys heard Twitch TV, Twitch TV slash Ben House Slug. That's yours. Yeah, that's mine. But what's what's yours? Oh, mine's Papa underscore gut twenty. Oh, I forgot you're putting it up on yours. Yeah, mine's Twitch TV slash Papa underscore gut twenty thirty two. Somebody took Papa gut from me. Are you going to try to get it back, or are you just going to keep going? With I it? never had it. I just mean that they took it at some point. It's like some German thing. Like if you look up Papa Gut, like my I come up first, Papa and then after that, yeah. a bunch of yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing. It means like a good dad or something. I don't know. It's so weird. So that's cool. Anyway, but, yeah, yeah. So like, I, well, I'm German, so I guess it's a, it's a double whammy. But anyway, man, thank you so much for coming. Well, thank you yeah. for both of us. You know, yeah, I'm happy to be on. I'm happy to be on. Yeah, I'm happy to be on your show, and I'm happy that you came on to mine. It was great. I really enjoyed it. It was nice talking to you, my man. Yeah, nice talking to you too, man. Have a good one. Get some more sleep. I will try and uh, have a great stream. Thank you, man. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Well, guys, 
As always, thank you for tuning in. This was episode two of Logging Off. We just got done talking to Papa Gut. I will be trying to get some more people on the stream later or on the podcast. My apologies. Um, as always, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. This was episode two. Episode three may be coming out soon. Depends on if they want to come on soon or not. But yeah, as always, I said as always a lot. <clears throat> to further my point, if you guys have any suggestions, comments, concerns, let me know in the comments. Apple Apple and iTunes still has not approved my podcast, so I'm sorry for all of you guys listening on Spotify because I had to. But yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on, and this is me logging off.